Hey, Michigan, let's talk golf. Here's Mike Sullivan, the most inconsistent golfer ever. In your life have you seen anything like that? And Kyle Bogey, wait, how can a guy with that name host a golf show? We'll never know. Better than most. It's the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Powered by our presenting partner, Hall Financial. Okay, guys, Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Uh, Mike Sullivan here, and we are at Miles of Golf. Kyle is over there uh, just grinding away right now uh, on his irons. But I just finished. I'm here with Nate at Miles of Golf. Nate. Appreciate you. How's it going, everybody? Um, And Nate, you and I just went through a... I've never done a fitting to this level before. It's remarkable. Um, But we just did a fitting for a driver and a three-wood specifically. Yes, we did. Um, And and I would love just to to kind of have you give a quick synopsis and kind of just explain to people who might not know what a fitting is. Just walk through some of the highlights that you took from when we just when I was just fitted for a driver in a three-wood. Absolutely. So uh, we began, you know, with a little bit of a kind of a questionnaire, figuring out what we see on the golf course with your current driver, uh, what we want to change, uh, what the big miss is. Um, and as you started hitting, we kind of noticed that it, you know, what you said is what was happening. So we saw a ball that was curving a little bit too much, maybe having a little bit too much spin, which uh, you may have interpreted as too much height. Mm-hmm. But what it, what it was is just we had too much drag. So we, we minimized that by uh, getting you into some newer technology. Uh, we worked our way through every major manufacturer, you know, Titleist, Callaway, TaylorMade, Ping. Um, we found a couple good ones, uh, but there was an ultimate winner. Um, we saw with the new uh, Callaway Epic Speed that we got what it says, more ball speed. Uh, we reduced your spin rate by 1,500 RPMs. And really what that is ultimately saying is uh, we're allowing that golf ball to fly a lot further, stay in the air a lot longer, and then produce a little bit more roll. So yep. so what we saw, 232 to 265, uh, so a net of 33 yards gained. So it's a and fun then, time. And then the three-wood, which was uh, the numbers on the three-wood you can run with, run with real quick. Yeah. Sim- similar in terms of... Seeing left to right, but I, I was the three wood fitting went a lot quicker than the driver fitting. Three wood went a lot quicker, uh, mainly because it's a specialty club. Like uh, we were talking, it's uh, it's comfort, right? It's confidence. So once we found something that you were able to respond to and say, you know what, I feel comfortable with this. I, I feel like I, I can hit it or I can make my swing, and I'm not fearful of where it's going to go. Um, and then obviously new technology coming in, we started seeing ball speeds that were similar to your current driver, and similar distances so now you have two golf clubs in yeah. your bag that uh are making the golf course and, and significantly shorter and that's awesome i hit it i hit a three wood the furthest i hit the three wood was 259 which i never hit my three wood that long so that was awesome and, and it's fascinating to me to break down all these numbers and all the technology on it um right. you know i think that you and i probably more than anything looked at it, would you agree with me? We looked at attack angle a ton. Yeah, attack right? angle a lot, especially with the driver. Um, we know you being a fader of the golf ball, we usually do see a little bit of uh, a negative descent or a downward attack on the golf ball, which does com- sometimes create excessive spin, but we were able to take care of that with a little shaft change and a little head change. So. Yep. No, and that, was, and then I think the other one we looked at a lot was obviously spin rate, yeah. right? And, and, and just what's fascinating here at Miles of Golf is that you guys do such a great job with, as you said, Every single brand you have here, um, I'm sure a lot of people maybe prefer, whether it's Titleist, whether it's uh, TaylorMade, whether it's uh, Callaway, Ping, whatever. Mm-hmm. Some people might have a preference, but what you said to me is interesting, too, about, um, you know, do you start with someone's brand loyalty? Right. 
Do you? Yeah, and so basically what we want to do right away is uh, if someone does have some brand loyalty or even some, you know, um, brand equity built in, they've had success or, ha- or they were happy with a product for a long time, I want to start there because if it ends up working very, very well, then we're left just comparing every other product out there to what we already like. And if those new products don't beat it performance-wise, we already have our answer. So sure. it's really just trying to be efficient with the process, not necessarily out here to make you hit 100 golf balls. Um, if I can get it done in 50, fantastic. But ultimately, when we're done, I want to make sure um, that, one, you have a great experience, but, two, that you're leaving with a product that there is zero stone left uh, left unturned and you're 100% confident. Yeah, and, and you and I had tweaked with, obviously, the shafts of the golf club and, and really um, you know, even circled back just for peace of mind almost to, to check out the, the different shaft that I was hitting. I was hitting a three-wood really good with a, with a very stiff shaft, and, and I wanted to circle back and almost – swap out the driver that we right. already agreed on with a stiffer shaft just to see and and, and it wasn't necessarily better right um, but it was just peace of mind to know that it feels good as well um, and you had even said that while the three wood shaft might have been stiffer right. it was actually very similar to the driver in terms of the and, how stiff it was right exactly so I mean the easiest way to explain this is a uh, driver shaft that we fit to was um, had a had a profile that was trying to create a very stiff feel. And in the dryer and the three wood, it's uh, even though it was an extra stiff, it was something that was trying to create feel and load, or the middle of the shaft or the midsection of the shaft was feeling a little softer. So even though it had an an extra stiff connotation to it, it it would feel softer than what the driver did. But the uh, the stiff versus X, I always say it's a, it's a suggestion. So we got to go with what shaft we're actually liking and pick the appropriate flex in that shaft. And what is great, too, is as much as everyone wants to talk about distance, I think mm-hmm. now more than ever with what you see with Bryson and guys on tour, um, I was very, very happy with the distance that I gained, you know, getting up to the 265 average or whatever it was, but also just the consistency of right. playing to your misses. I think that in golf, that's such a huge thing to do where even if you don't hit the ball perfect, if you hit it off the right. toe, if you hit it off the heel, can the ball, based on your club, that you get, you know, fit with, can that miss still play? And I think that's just a massive thing that, that some people might not focus on. You know, some some amateur golfers might not focus on because they're so worried about distance. Right, and you know, they're you know, obviously distance is uh, some people say is sexy and is fun. Um, and Bryson's making it very popular, and obviously guys on tour are hitting it further than they ever have. But in a setting like this, we know we're not tour players. But if we can get something that has a benefit of max yardage at you know down the middle it let's just say in your case we got it up to about 275 mm-hmm. but when you miss hit it we only lost 10 15 yards rather than 30 or 40 sure. yep. and we found a predictable miss so now when you get to the golf course we're not you're not standing on the tee box wondering what is going to happen you know what's going to happen you're either going to pipe it or we're going to have a little bit of a miss to the left but at least it's predictable so it's hard to fear and allows for more confidence absolutely now nate um i would encourage everyone obviously miles of golf is just when you walk in here it really is just remarkable how much technology goes into it how detailed the fitting process is i think this is a perfect little break you and i are taking right now before we dive into some irons um but what would you say to someone out there? Because we get this question all the time to someone who has never been fitted, um, who's just wondering more information about being fitted. Right. What would you say to that person just to uh, uh, give them just a, some general info on what they could expect coming here to Miles of Golf to get a fitting? So uh, coming to Miles, um, you know, the beauty about it is uh, we, 
we don't discriminate to any uh, skill level, uh, gender or, you know, anything like that. So anything, if you come in here, you can know that you're going to feel comfortable taken care of. Don't be fearful that you feel, I mean, a lot of questions I get is, I don't think I'm good enough to be fit for a golf club. Sure, and, yeah. Um, and that, I think, is the furthest from the truth. Uh, most players that uh, need the most help are the ones that need the fitting the most. So the ones that are shooting the highest scores can see the, actually the most improvement. Mm -hmm. um, you give me a guy in here or a gal in here that's already shooting under par, we're not going to see a big difference um, club to club. It might be small and finite, but enough for them to make a switch. When I get your average golfer, let's just say somebody that's shooting 95-100, you know, I want to see them go shoot. 85, 90, right? Is, so, there, is there, I'm sure it's not, there's not in any way a uniform answer to this, but but do you notice that in terms of, hey, I got fitted for my clubs and I shaved X strokes off? You know, I always, uh, I, I hesitate to any type of, of course. Uh, stroke. Yep. Now, if they have a quantifiable answer saying, hey, my handicap went from 10 to 7 with your sure. help, then obviously I take that and I, I you know, I, I love to hear success stories, but... I, I don't like to put a number on it because just because I got or uh, we got you here to go 25 yards further and hitting down the fairway 20% more and your irons are a little tighter, I still don't know how often you miss or three putt or how much sure. you, of course. you know, you yeah. ever, I mean, golf's hard, right? So, but if we can make it more enjoyable, hopefully down the road as you play, you see those strokes fall off. No, Nate, and I think it's awesome just, you know, for people out there just to realize you can come in and, and this is going to be tailored to your swing as well, you know? So so we're going to, you guys look at the numbers, you help with, with all of these stats up there, club speed, attack angle, launch angle, everything, spin rate, right. and really make adjustments to the shaft, to the head, all of it, um, and, and, and try out different brands, you know, in an effort to help. So I think it's awesome and, and, and it's really, I would encourage everyone just to check out milesofgolf.com and, and really just... Just look into it because going through a fitting like this, if you haven't before, it's it's fascinating just to dive into the numbers and realize how much it can help. Absolutely, um, you know. Again, anybody that needs some help, just give us a call. Uh, check out check us out online. Um, there's more information on there. And again, we're here to help. So if we can make you a better golfer, uh, you know, get here as soon as you can, and we'll take care of you. Absolutely. Well, Nate, thank you. Miles of golf. Um, looking forward to, to diving in some irons here, and, and then Kyle, I know just went through it, so he's going to talk in, in a minute about that, but. Obviously, uh, guys, before he before he talks about that, I just want to mention real quick our friends over at Hall Financial who, who have done just an amazing job supporting Metro Detroit golfers and being day one supporters of, of this podcast and this community. So I would encourage everyone, if you're looking for a mortgage, if you're looking to refinance, if you're thinking about refinancing or thinking about buying a new home, at the very least, just check them out. Um, guys, they have a whole separate website just for Metro Detroit golfers. That's www.hallmdg.com. And they're going to give you their, their a free five-minute mortgage review. You know, they're going to talk to you, see if they can help, and they want to continue to help Metro Detroit golfers. That's www.hallmdg.com. Next, you're going to hear from Kyle talk about some irons and, and, and what helped him and, and how he enjoyed his fitting. And then we'll reconnect with you guys after that. So um, with that being said, take a quick break, and you'll be hearing from Kyle next. Thanks, Mike. Uh, yeah, obviously, like you said, here at Miles of Golf and going through the most comprehensive, uh, technology-driven, data-driven club fitting that you can possibly get uh, in the surrounding area. And uh, it has been an unbelievable process, honestly. I'm here with Sean, who has been helping me out uh, you know, this morning. And you can certainly explain it a little bit better than I can, but going from the clubs that I was currently, you know, previously in to where I am now, I guess, what were some of the things that you were seeing with me that we kind of needed to change here moving forward? So the name 
of the game today was playable trajectory. We're trying to get as much height as we possibly can. Now, the irons that you came in with were the Callaway Rogue irons. Beautiful irons, amazing irons. They were some of our best selling when they were out. Uh, for you, they just go too low. They're very, <laughs> they're very fast, very efficient. We see great ball speeds off of them, but your launch angle, your spin rates were too low. We never got to a uh, proper apex. The ball never got high enough. It never landed steep enough. Uh, so it's going to be very hard to hold greens. And during our discussion, that's one of the things that we talked about. And you, you mentioned that saying, well, really a seven iron is the longest iron that you feel comfortable hitting and having it stop where the ball lands. Well, we need that to go a little farther into the set, a little further into the set. Uh, we need that five iron to stop. We need the four iron to stop. So we really need to get the ball higher, fall down steeper. So that's exactly what we did today. Well, it's fascinating to me that, you know, you were changing out shafts, you were changing out club heads, you know, obviously several different brands, uh, things of that nature. I, I guess what was that process like and how do you go about understanding what, based on my needs and based on somebody that you're working with and getting fitted here, how do you even think, okay, we need to go from this shaft to that shaft, this head to that? To me, I'm fascinated by how quickly you were just like, okay, I'm seeing those numbers. We need to adjust this. So really it's an educated trial and error process. And, and obviously we've seen thousands upon thousands of shots in here. So we have a general idea of, of approximately what's going to work for the type of ball flight that we're seeing uh, and the type of club head delivery that we're seeing from, from each person. Uh, for you, uh, you were coming in with a game improvement iron and uh, with quite a bit of offset, your, your shot tendency and your miss is left to begin with. So, yeah. well, we don't want to... I don't have a problem with fast hands. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. No issue there. <laughs> so the last thing we want to do is make that thing go more left. Uh, one of the focuses today was to get a little bit of offset out of the club, uh, help you keep the face a little bit more square to path, not close to path, uh, a little bit straighter ball flight, and then also uh, we needed more loft. We needed to get the ball higher in the air, but we didn't want to kill all that forgiveness and, you know, you miss hit a little bit. We still wanted a little bit of help from the club itself. So that really helped us narrow in on a very specific genre of club where um, kind of a, a little more playerish than what you're, you're currently playing, but not so much like a, just a pure forge blade or anything like that. So somewhere in between there is, is where we were going. We tried almost everything in that genre of club until we found the one that worked best for you. The one that you like the most, and the one we saw the best numbers from. And what what have we seen from the uh, the TaylorMade P770s, which is what uh, iron wise, that's what I'm going to be going with here. I, I mean, I got to believe a uh, one that has sold you know very well, and you know has done certainly uh, a lot of good things for amateur golfers out there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the P770. What's what's unique about that in the genre that it's in is the loft. It has a 33 degree. Uh, standard loft, and we're actually bending that back to a 34 degree. Yeah, I need as much loft as possible. <laughs> get, get that ball in the air. Get that ball in the air. Uh, the nice thing about it is, though, is because it still has the hollow body construction. With, it's got the speed foam in there. You have the tungsten weighting, which helps increase the MOI. We didn't lose the forgiveness. We didn't lose the ball speed. Yet we're seeing significantly higher trajectories. Uh, two degrees of launch angle is what we saw, uh, and about I, I would have to go back, take a look at the numbers, but I believe it's about 250 RPMs in, increase in spin, uh, which got us to a 18-foot higher apex, and it increased our descent angle by over 3 degrees. That is a significant improvement over what you walked in with.
As far as the wedges go, I mean, we ended up playing, I think, the, the Callaway Jaws we, we toyed around with. We also ended up hitting the, the Titleist Vokies, and I believe I hit, if I'm not mistaken, uh, a Strixon wedge. Um, I could a be Mizuno. wrong on that. The Mizuno, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, okay, so Mizuno. the Mizuno wedge. Obviously, the, the Callaway and the Titleist, very, very similar. Ended up going with the, the Vokies, just a little bit better of a feel just for me personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's amazing how fine of a line it is in determining what works for you, what you think you know fits you, and, and what are the numbers saying. Oh, absolutely. And from, from a grind standpoint, which is the shape of the, on the sole of the club, that's how you interact with the ground. Uh, really, between the MD5 Jaws wedges from Callaway and the uh, SM8s from Vokey, very similar grind options, very similar uh, look and feel between the two. Really, at that point, numbers-wise, they were identical. It was personal preference at that time. No, there's no doubt, and uh, ended up going with the Vokies. Now, we did get into, and, and I'm not doing the three-wood or driver uh, you know, fitting today. I, I think I would have been absolutely exhausted, and actually I, I am going to go to tri-covery after this because I'm going to need <laughs> a, you know, a full-body uh, golfer's massage uh, after hitting uh, probably 200-plus balls today. And by the way, uh, go check out tri-covery. Kevin and Jeff, the entire team over at tri-covery, they have multiple locations, Novi and Royal Oak. They have golf-specific packages for the Metro Detroit golfer out there. I know I'm going to need to go back again you know, this week and make sure that uh, I get some work done on my shoulder and on my back and get loosened up. But it has been truly amazing for me being able to hit the ball further, just simply being able to get through the golf ball. I feel so much better physically than I did, and I'm certainly going to spend a lot of time there getting ready for this upcoming season with my brand-new clubs. That's Tri-Covery. Again, two locations, one in Novi, one in Royal Oak. You can go check out their website. That's tricovery.com, T-R-I-Covery.com. But as I was saying, one of the things that is, is fascinating to me is this driving iron craze <laughs> that we have going on. And I, that was one of the things I said to you. I was like, so – I, I can't hit my hybrids. They just they don't do what I want routinely enough, nope. even though they're supposed to be easier to hit. Yep. I prefer to hit an actual iron. And this past season, I've had a gap from driver to five iron because yep. I didn't have a four iron. Yep. And I needed to certainly find something in there that I could use to get off the tee, maybe 240-ish, you know, and, and be in the middle of the fairway on those short par fours. But it's not as easy to, to find that, I guess, middle ground because I was hitting my actual four iron, um, you know, pretty good. I think 200 carry, whatever it was. But with the driving iron, it was that extra rollout, that extra five yards of carry. And I believe it was the new ping, if I'm not mistaken, that we ended up going with. Yeah, absolutely. So we tried a whole bunch of, of different ones. And for you, it was actually a very unique challenge because you trap the golf ball, you deal off the golf ball, which is or the golf club, which is why we needed to try to add as much loft as we possibly can to get the ball as high as we possibly can. And most driving irons are designed when we fit driving irons are are particularly for guys that have uh, very high launch angles and spin rates and all that sort of stuff. So the unique thing, the unique challenge is, well, I don't like hybrids either. Yeah, yeah I, I, like I don't know what irons. it is. <laughs> so, you know, I'm right there with you. So I, I like the idea of the driving iron and um, and the, the accuracy and the playability of it. And we, we want to make sure we tested everything. Uh, we tested the Titleist. We tested the TaylorMade. And honestly, the four iron, like you just said, put up awesome numbers and still carried pretty far. It was that ping crossover, the new 425 crossover that really gave us 
the ball speed increase over the four iron as well as the trajectory increase that ensured at least a 10-yard carry off the four plus the additional rollout on the back end. So now you can just hit these bullets down the middle of the fairway, <laughs> know they're going to go farther than your four iron, mm -hmm. and the wind's not going to touch them. I mean, they, there's, they're going fast and they're spinning low, yet they still have enough trajectory to get past where that four iron was. You obviously have uh, a ton of experience. There's a, a lot of really talented people here, you know, at, at Miles of Golf that just do a, an incredible job. It's, it's amazing the numbers, the technology, everything that's interchangeable, all the things that can go into uh, finding the right clubs for you, whether it's driver, irons, wedges, uh, whatever it may be. But I guess for you, seeing people come in on a daily basis and being able to work with different people who have different swings, different bodies, different ages, um, what is one thing that you would say to somebody who's, you know, maybe never been fitted, doesn't understand all of these numbers and, you know, why it would be a wise thing to do to at least check it out and, and just kind of get a better understanding of what your swing is and what clubs might fit you? So the number one thing that I would say is everybody's different. You, you just alluded to that, you know, different shapes, different sizes, different heights. Yet on our rack inside the shop, we carry standard length, standard lie, a, 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 you know, stock set composition, four through gap wedge, whatever it is. Well, the next person who walks through the door might need two inches long, four degrees flat, five iron through pitching wedge. And so everybody's unique in that sense. You, you can't shoehorn everybody into standard, standard. And we help figure out, okay, what do you need? And let's get that in your hands. Uh, these, are, these are tools. These are perfect output tools. And they're designed, we, we uh, fit them for your energy input to create the best output we possibly can. And if the club isn't properly fit to you, you're going to be struggle you're going to be struggling to produce the best output you can. That's amazing too, you know, not to, you know, focus too much on myself and my fitting today, but, you know, I'm learning just as much as, you know, hopefully people who are listening to the podcast uh, are learning as well. We added the the ball to the mix as well, as far as our fitting is concerned. Um, hitting some of the, the Callaway Chrome Soft, which I've used for several years now. I really like it. I, I'm a terrible putter, so I need the triple track. Um, but we ended up using some of the, the Titleist Pro Vs. And, you know, you mentioned the Chrome Soft Xs, maybe. Why would those be balls, the, the Pro V1X, the Chrome Soft X, perhaps, that would be better for me uh, getting the ball up in the air as opposed to somebody else? So... The ball is extremely important. It's the only piece of equipment that you literally use on every single shot. So it is arguably one of the most important pieces of That's equipment. That's a good point. <laughs> and for you, because you deal off the club, everything that we did today was to get the ball higher in the air to a higher apex. So just for example, Chrome Soft is a, is a very low compression ball, and what we find is it launches low and spins low, which is great for a lot of people. The Chrome Soft X is a firmer compression golf ball. We typically see a slightly higher launch out of that than the Chrome Soft itself. Now, the Pro VX is the highest launching, highest spinning in the Titleist lineup. And really, that's the one where we found we saw that trajectory really get to its highest peak height of anything that we tested today. Fascinating. Well, Sean, uh, I appreciate uh, you, you dealing with me this morning and uh, working through, uh, you know, some, some good shots, some bad shots and getting me to a point where, uh, you know, I ended up finding those tailor-made P770s uh, and we'll certainly see how my back, uh, you know, holds up uh, and we'll come back out here and do the drivers and the three wood, which by the way, you have your hands full with the three wood if you're working <laughs> with me on that, because I have literally never been able to hit a three wood in my entire life. So we'll see how that goes. 
Well, we touched on that just a little bit today because of how you de-lofted. We know loft is your friend. My guess is, is that what's, what we end up with may not have a three on the bottom of it. We'll see. We don't know. I uh, can't wait to find out. Either way, come out to Miles of Golf, check it out, uh, and certainly try to book a fitting here before the season gets underway. It's a, a comprehensive, incredibly detailed, data-driven process uh, out here at Miles of Golf, and I couldn't be more pleased uh, with the results today. It was my pleasure. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving Sully and Bogey a hard time. Powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial, and also Tri-Covery Massage and Flexibility. 